right. So you're a music artist with plans to take over the world, huh? Yeah, duh. That's why I'm here. Well, you've come to the right place. Let's go. Welcome to the I Am Northbound podcast. Podcast. Your guide to dominating the new music industry. What is up, y'all? How you doing? And welcome to episode number 48 of I Am Northbound. Now, straight away, you're probably realizing that there's no video attached to this if you normally watch it on video. And if you normally just listen, you probably notice that it sounds completely different. Well, that's for you know a pretty crazy reason that I want to tell you about. But first of all, I hope you're doing fantastic. I hope everything is great in your world. Thank you so much for putting up with this little, you know, less than the usual standard of quality episode. I hope everything is doing good in your world. I mean, like it's been this crazy, crazy time that we're still in. And I think people are getting more adjusted to it, which is good. I think that's, uh, it's interesting to me. I tell you, it's like seeing everyone doing live streams. That just makes me so happy because it's like you're seeing now how important it is to get out there and do things for your music career. But anyway, probably thinking to yourself, Jason, hurry up and get to the point. Why are you doing this on a weird mic and why is there no video? Well, I've got some really, really good news. Uh, things have been crazy busy here. As you know, I seem to say that every single podcast episode, and I seem to constantly be saying that I just don't have like enough hours in the day. The truth is, I mean, I could, I could do a whole episode on this, but, uh, the truth is, is that, I mean, I've worked for like two years to get to a point where I'm able to get to a position where I'm able to afford to move out of where I currently am and move on to bigger and better things. And from the success of the 40 songwriter and what I've seen from uh, the, the you know the support that you guys have shown and you specifically listening by listening to the podcast you're helping me be able to do what I do I just started as a guy with a dream to help music artists and you know I was at square one I knew no one online like you know I knew people it's weird how the music industry has shifted because nowadays like you can build online but where I came from, in the industry, you know, it, it was all about building locally. I kind of like left writing original, like left being in a band around the time that bands started to started to just build online specifically. So yeah, yeah, like started to build specifically online to their audiences, and like there were bands that hadn't even played a show but had sold heaps of albums. Anyway, so I had I knew bands. I had worked with a ton of music artists in my local area and in my state, but. I, hadn't, I didn't know anyone online, right? I was brand new to this all. And I you know, I was on a mission to help music artists and do whatever I can to do that. And I mean, fast forward a couple of years later and I'm here now. And I mean, you know, I, 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 was, I used to be in a room that became my daughter's room and then I got kicked out of that essentially when she was born. Well, I'll say it nicely. I decided to move into the garage. I, I volunteered, even though I'm pretty sure that if I didn't make the decision, it was gonna be made for me. But I reconverted my garage and everything you would have seen pretty much ever that I've ever done has pretty has probably been in this garage. I can't really think of any other location that I was filming at. Anyway. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's all just been in this garage. Like as I'm looking around now, I can see the exact desk that I wrote the 40 songwriter at, you know, the lounge that I used to record like heaps of podcast episodes and course material when I was doing that back in the day. And uh, it's just and like the whiteboard that I sketched out all everything I've ever done on. And like the, I'm sitting at the desk that I built listen pages at. So there's like, there's been so many memories in this, uh, this little humble garage. And it's because of you and your support that, I'm able to leave this place and move on to something bigger. The next chapter of my journey in this helping you is about to 
begin probably early next week. I didn't expect it to come around this quickly at all. I've been looking at you know, commercial premises and that type of thing, or even renting a house and working out of there. Cause I don't, you know I mean? Like with what I do, I don't need a shop front, but it's like, I just couldn't find the right place. I actually missed out on a place. I'm getting into the story here, but hopefully you enjoy it. But I missed out on a place that was just around the corner that looked to be perfect, but it's almost like it wasn't meant to be and something better was coming. And yeah, I just managed to pick up like this perfect office it's exactly what the owners of the building need is something like what i do versus other types of businesses and it's perfect for what i need it's just like the most win-win situation and it's like not too far from my house so yeah i mean i, I thought I, I thought it's kind of like i had to jump on it as soon as i saw it i thought i might get an extra week out of the podcast but right now the garage is half pulled apart we've moved stuff over there already tomorrow we're moving the rest of it but yeah i just wanted to tell you how important that is and how i mean it's not just important to me it, it has completely changed my life and i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you so thank you from the bottom of my heart but you should be excited too because what this means is doubling down like doubling down it will it means bigger things right then this next chapter means that i can provide more content i can do more things i'm i'm not trying to juggle working at home with uh you know family life and that type of thing i'm able to go to the office and do bigger things better, bigger spaces get better people in there just do way more to help you with your music goals, create better content. So you should be just as excited as I am, uh, if not more excited. I, I, I really, I cannot wait to show you. I, I, I'm just going straight into content creation mode and I've got so much stuff coming out. I've just been working on it and writing it behind the scenes, but it's coming soon and I know you're going to love it. But that's why this episode's like this, because I'm just recording it on a small little mic, one of those uh, lavalier mics, that's what it's called, live mics. Uh, yeah, just to just to get an episode out there and to let you know what's going on. And if there is a bit of a, you know, if I don't get set up in time for next week, then maybe it might need to be another one like this too. Uh, but yeah, I, underneath it all, like my, the biggest thing I wanted to take, I want you to take from this is just how grateful I am for you and your support. It, it means more to me than I could ever say. And uh, yeah, I, I, even though a ton of you have had so much nice stuff to say about what I'm doing. I still don't feel like I've given you enough. So I'm going to make sure to pay you back 40 times more for every bit of support you've shown me uh, with what I have planned coming soon. So yeah, anyway, for those of you who've been trying to book a call with me, that's the same reason that my scheduler is like, I, I just can't take calls at the moment. But once I get set back up, I'll be good to go again. And I'm sure I'll go back to doing a ton of them each week. Uh, but yes, yeah, so anyway, that's going to be starting you know, we're going to be moving in over the weekend. Hopefully I can be set up by next week, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, that type of thing. Listen Pages is going really well too. If you're interested in that, we've got so many people in the closed beta program. I've shut the doors on that now. Uh, we've just got, you know, so many people in there testing it. And like I spent so much time last week just designing where it's going to be. And trust me, the stuff that's coming soon before we launch public, which is when you'll be able to get a free account. And also there's, there'll be a paid account as well that has more features. Um, it's just going to be, it's so much better than I thought it would ever be. And that's not even including the big changes that are coming in the future. So we have to just do them in order, right? So there's just so much exciting stuff happening and none of this would be possible without you and your support. So if you're one of the people who have recently picked up the 40 songwriter, I hope you're loving that as well. Hopefully it's all going fantastic for you. Uh, and yeah, you know, maybe listen to that if you feel like these episodes aren't up to your usual standard of quality. But anyway, I wanted to talk uh, this week specifically about uh, a certain type of mindset I see within the music industry that I think 
Um, I, I really feel like people need to work on it. Maybe you need to work on yourself as well, but that's specifically setting goals. I get from running the Facebook ad I've, ra I've ran, if that's how you say it, I've had, I get a ton of people contacting me each day, so much so that it takes about three and a half hours from when I wake up to get through all the emails and messages and that type of thing. So, you know, if I take a bit to respond, that's usually it, yeah, but I make sure to reply to everyone. But a lot of this, like, I start to see a lot of the same thing, right? And one of the things I see is people with no real direction, but expecting results. So, you can't just go into specifically they are usually talking about paid advertising so i get asked a lot of questions like can you can you manage me uh, the answer to that is unfortunately no it takes too much time and i don't have time in the day to take on artists that in that respect because i used to do that back in the day and it just it takes so much time uh you know i wouldn't have time to do the other stuff that i do uh, or the sec second question is, can I work with you to kind of like promote my music? And as I say to people, it usually is a more, on more of a case-to-case -case basis, depends on KPIs, like what you're looking to, to get out of the promotion. And, you know, it depends on a few other factors too. Or, or the other one is like, I've got budget for Facebook ads, like how much should I put into it? And I'm like, well, you know, again, it depends on your KPIs. Now, KPIs are just a term, I guess, in business in general. It's uh, key performance indicators. So saying something like, you know, I just want to get more listeners. Like I want to put money into Facebook ads to get more listeners. That's not actually, that's not actually a, like it's, it's not a reasonable request or it's not a measurable request. And I talk about that inside the 40 songwriter, but you need to make all of your goals measurable. And by doing that, you actually have to set your KPI of what, like what you're looking for, like, or, or at least something similar, right? So since saying that, you could say something like, I want to see a 10,000, uh, play increase on my Spotify streams because that's measurable and you know with a marketing campaign if you end up reaching that goal or if you didn't so therefore you know if it was a success or if it was if you if you failed on the on the marketing campaign or at least if you got close I don't like using the word success and failure because failure doesn't mean you know if if you got 9,999 it's technically a failure but that's way better than zero so you know what I'm saying but you need to be thinking about every goal you do and make it measurable you can't just go in to paid advertising or anything in general and just throw money at it and hope that you're going to find the success you want it doesn't just work like that you can't just cross your fingers and hope for the best and I've actually got like badder news than that so to speak you shouldn't be going to paid advertising at all. So a lot of people think that if you put money into Facebook ads, if you put money into Spotify playlist promotions and all this stuff, oh man, it drives me mad. But people think that it's like, it's going to like shortcut them to like finding some, some type of breakthrough they're looking for. And it's easy to do that, to consider the online world as if you're on stage and it's just a crowd of people. And if you throw your music out there, surely some people will like it and therefore it's worth listening to. So like, you know, they're gonna become fans. And people usually make this mistake by boosting Facebook posts or even running Facebook ads properly. It doesn't matter. Some people say that, I mean, obviously boosting posts isn't as efficient or beneficial, beneficial, but it's not as that was the word. It doesn't bring the results that Facebook ads do. But even if you do it the right way, it doesn't, people can mistake the, the, respo the, the response they got as results and as success. And that's not how it is at all. So like people will say to me, whenever I talk against Facebook ads for music artists, I'll have people say, yeah, well, I got like 14,000 plays on my latest music video. So you're wrong, Jason, because it works. And I'm like, yeah, cool. But how many people on Facebook that saw that video clicked through and followed your page? And they're like, oh, well, not many. I don't think many did at all. It's like, so there's your conversion rate. You're not trying to get people to view your video because 
so much stuff counts as a view on Facebook video that isn't actually someone sitting there and watching it. It might be them pressing play by mistake. It could be it playing in the background. They could have it halfway scrolled on their screen and it's playing in it like above them reading something else. It can be just, there's a lot of factors that, that, that go into it. And like then those people that then if they just scroll on, then what's the point of what's the point of putting money out there? Like if you, you want to try to get a message out there that gets people to actually follow you and want to see more of your content. And then you have to realize that you're doing it on Facebook. And on Facebook, if, if if people follow you on Facebook, if they follow you, they're going to follow you on a page that has no organic reach. Like your organic reach was stripped away like last year or the year before. So I can't remember, everything goes so quick. But it, there's no point anymore, right? Like to posting on Facebook pages that often. It's not like if you have 10,000 followers that, you know, even 8,000 are going to see it. That's such a joke to even say that. It's such a minimal amount of people that even see your posts that it's, harder than ever to grow on Facebook pages. So if you advertise on Facebook, that's where they're going to go. So even if you do get people clicking through, they're going to like your page and not see any of your content really because of the fact that it's just the way that the whole system's set up. But I get it. It's easy to think that if you put money into something that you therefore have bought and are entitled to results, but it's not the case. You're essentially gambling with advertising in a way. I don't really like that metaphor because I feel like you you can really research it and that's when you can get something good. But I guess if you go in with no real plan, you're just gambling with money and the odds are not stacked in your favor at all. And I think people get so, so, so impressed or chuffed or excited by, you know, just not, well, not as much excited, but content with uh, feeling like getting thousands of views on their music video is somehow indicative of success and it's not the case at all because you've gone in without any, any real any real intention right like it's just it's just vanity metrics okay so you have to make sure that everything you do has like an actual core reason and a purpose and an actual kpi that you're trying to measure to make sure that you know whether you achieved your goal or not i talk about this in the 40s songwriters so instead of saying something like you know i, I want to sell a bunch of albums even though selling music isn't exactly what i recommend anyone do these days if you wanted to sell albums, instead of saying, I want to sell a lot of albums, say, I want to sell a hundred albums a month. And then you can divide a hundred by 30 or 31, whatever, and find out how many albums you need to sell per day. Or maybe you do it by, you know, four or whatever, and try to work out how many you need to sell per week. You know, it's, it's up to you how you go about organizing your goals, but do you see how one's measurable and you actually know if you're meeting your goal, therefore, if you're on path and pacing and on pace, sorry, to on pace to actually achieve the goal you had set out of 100 albums per month versus I want to sell a lot of albums because how many is a lot? When are you happy? When are you not happy? Specifically when you work with someone else, you have to be clear with what you're after because you know if I took an artist on and they said I want to, I want growth and I'm able to get them you know X amount of thousands you know views streams whatever and tens of thousands whatever and they go oh that's cool but it's not enough I expected 100,000 so therefore. It, it's considered a failure, but that's why things need to be discussed. They would never get to that point because you have to make sure you get it. But just working with yourself, it's the same thing. If you're working with your band, you all need to be clear about what you all consider and define success to be for that specific task so you can actually find the KPI, actually move forward on that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you need to be uh, thinking about as you do anything. Everything has to be measurable. Even if, if it, comes, it comes down to, I want to post on social media this week. Cool. How many posts do you want to do? Do you, how many, is it including stories as well? So how many feed posts, how many videos, how many stories? Oh, okay, cool. Well, I want to do six of each, seven of each, eight of each, whatever. So you know now because you've made it measurable 
how to actually complete that goal. And when you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I completed it this week, I got all my posts done. Or no, I didn't get it all done. But if you just say, I want to post more, what does that mean, more than last week? It's so un. It's so bleh, it's so wishy-washy, you know what I'm saying? So what you need to do, keep everything completely measurable because if you're not thinking like that, you're not going to be able to know whether you're actually getting what you're looking for. But yeah, if you're gonna look for paid advertising too, I guess this episode's like two split points, but I tell you, with Facebook advertising, you this is, I don't feel like I've found the exact answer yet because I don't like telling people to do stuff unless I've tested it first. Um, I don't just, give you theory and say, you know, this should work. I see it in action or I'm able to test it myself before I actually tell you it's worth doing. Just to be sure, I'm, I've never had, or I would say I've rarely had an idea or a theory that, that I test not end up work, um, not end up working, sorry, because you, you put a lot of work into, uh, well, you meant to, well, I do, put a lot of work into building the idea out in the first place to give it the best chance of, you know, the best legs of uh, for it to do well. So, You've got to test it first, but yeah, I wouldn't give you anything without testing it. And I want to test this first before I know the definitive answer, but I am really certain the more research I do, that there is a key to Facebook ads and music artists can use them. But I feel like you have to take advantage of the targeting on Facebook ads. It's not about trying to get people to follow your page. It's not about getting music video views because how many music videos or new artists do you see in your feed that you just keep scrolling by? Probably a lot, right? And I'm pretty sure some of those scrolls by would count as views somehow and that music artist thinks that they actually got success from that campaign even though you didn't check them out and most people didn't anyway. But if you, if you can find the angle to, to, to promote your ad from, so yeah, if you can find that angle, that is the way that you're going to get people to listen. Now, what you do is you take advantage of how hyper-targeted Facebook's advertising platform is and the specific type of people you can reach. If you can find out who you're actually trying to bring value to and you build all the dimensions outside of your music, so it's not just your music that can help them, it's you as a person, then what you do is you put a message in front of their eyes that solves or gives the idea or hope that you are potentially able to alleviate some of the feelings or whatever they're going through that you can actually make better. Now, I've kept that sentence deliberately very broad because it changes depending on genre to genre and what you plan to bring to people's lives. But you don't wanna just, if you have music that is designed to help people with mental health issues, you don't just come out and say, listen to my latest song. And you don't also come out and say, listen to my latest song, this is great for if you have mental health issues. You would target a message around that that lets, the, lets your potential listener know who are highly compatible with your message, right? It's not just putting it out there to the world and just getting vanity plays from people that aren't gonna become fans of your music because a lot of the people playing it might not even like your music. You target down to the people you can specifically help and you create something and type of offer that's free or whatever, that you invite them into your ecosystem to be like, come over here, come into my world. I want to you know, show you that I understand you and I, we've got a community just like you. So the, the community aspect attracts them. And while they're there, that's when you start showing them your music. Because you say, if you have these feelings, I write music to kind of like alleviate that. If you're talking about the mental health one specifically, if this makes sense. But that's what you do. And then you push the message outside of your music first through paid ads to grab their attention, to make people go, I feel that way. Not everyone's scrolling. I mean, most people aren't scrolling their Facebook feeds going, man, I would love a new song to listen to by an artist that I don't know and don't know anything about. So they're not going to stop in their tracks if they see an ad for a music video. But if they see an ad that says, hey, it's like I'm speaking directly to you and who you are at your core in your soul. I know you. I know you at your soul. I know who you are and I know what you're feeling right now. I felt it too or I feel it too. 
and I want you to blah, blah, blah. Now, I haven't got that blah, blah, blah part figured out. It changes depending on music artists, but if you can find the right offer once you've found the right people, that's the missing piece at the moment. As soon as I find it, I'll test it and I'll give you guys the method. But that's the way I believe if you can find the offer to, for what to provide. So maybe you're hearing this now, knowing exactly how you can help people and know exactly what you could give them. But if you can do that, you're gonna get them off Facebook, get to an external website. Don't try to put them onto you know, your, <laughs> onto your Facebook page where they won't see your post. Get them off Facebook. Get them to get them to get them off Facebook to your website. Get them get them to opt into something that's real low commitment. And then from that, those are the people that you start saying, uh, "Here's more of what you originally signed up for." But also, I'll let you know I'm a music artist and I, and I wrote songs specifically along these lines. And because it synergizes with the whole branding message, that's what's going to get people taking those steps down your listen path. They'll hear your music already in the curious stage. I say this all the time: people can become fans of you without ever listening to your music. They, you, they could get to converted just because they like you so much as a person. I bet you know someone like that, someone that you just became heaps good friends with or you saw online and you just liked them as a person and they said, by the way, I'm releasing a new single and you already gave the music a shot because, and you liked it already before you even heard it because you heard the artist behind it and the intention behind it. It's the same thing with you. So you don't think that you have to show people your music to get them to the converted stage. Think about who you are as a person, build the message and how you can improve their life. Remember, it's not about you, it's about them and nobody cares at first, because of the way our brains are wired, about anything else other than what affects us. It's a conscious thought to go, to, to go or to, to think uh, with, what's the word? Empathy. So empathy is a, an afterthought. It's even people who are naturally empathetic have to consciously train that brain pattern or that muscle in your mind, so to speak, to become empathetic. We naturally think of ourselves first. It's just who we are. It's just how we're wired. So you need to kind of play to that and make it as easy as possible because if you can, it's called, uh, it's called processing fluency. So if you can allow them to process your message quickly by not making it too difficult and making it align with who they are, they're called, they're gonna naturally just read the ad, they'll stop in their tracks, you've done the hard work, you've caught their attention, then you give them the offer that's going to help them or at least give them the hope that they're joining a community that understands them, you bring them into your world and that's how you start building a real, true, authentic fan base. And I feel like that's how you do paid ads to get that, you know, that specific, thing working, just putting money into boosting your post and getting 10,000 views is not good for anyone. But anyway, I think that's it for today. I could probably talk about that for another 10 minutes, but there's no point in me just repeating myself or giving more examples. I'm pretty sure you get it. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a fantastic week. Hopefully the sound quality of this wasn't too dodgy. I don't even know how it's going to come out. So hopefully you like this episode. As I said, I can't thank you enough for this opportunity. It's a bit sad to say goodbye to this garage, to be honest. I mean, I don't know. It's like, there's just been so much going on in here. I think I'm always looking forward. It, it's weird to take that time to look backwards and go, oh yeah, like I did do a lot in here, but none of this would have been possible if it wasn't for you. I wouldn't have written the book, you know, at all if it wasn't for you. So thank you so much for listening. And you know, let's just see where, I can't wait to see where this new chapter takes us. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the I Am Northbound podcast. You made it all the way to the end. I hope you loved it. Why not check out another episode? I'm sure you can find one right below wherever you found this one. But before you do, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And it would mean the world to me if you could either leave a rating and a review for this podcast or share it out to your followers. That act of kindness goes so much further than you may think. It helps me help more music change the world.